Welcome to another edition, a very special edition of Motivational Sundays with Kevin and Friends. Oh man, I'm going to tell you, originally this show started out two years ago for, and it started with the 300 quotes I had written for the contents of uh, my books. Um, and then I thought, I said, you know, I have all these wonderful people in here. I said, I'm bringing in my co-host, the voice, Otis Spencer. I'm bringing in a gifted, talented film producer, David Curtis. I'm bringing in, matter of fact, I'm going to tell you, if we were going through the civil rights move, movement, um, she would have beat Dr. King across the bridge, Barnes <laughs> Ken Kennedy. I mean, Kinsey. She is the voice and our creative spoken word person, educator, teacher, uh, Denise Lopes. We're missing a couple of people here because they're on vacation. Christopher and Gilda, enjoy your honeymoon. Naheem, uh, get, get better real soon. All right. And we have Nessa. Nessa is under also under the weather today. Whatever's going around in this country right now, I'm going to tell you, please don't spread it. Stay to yourself. Um, do it at a, whatever it needs to take, because right now I'm the only one that hasn't caught it yet, and I don't want it. I love you all, but some things you don't need to share. But anyway, <laughs> we, we bring quotes. And the reason why we bring quotes, um, because I was always curious of how one quote landed on one person. And based on interpretation perspectives, we have these conversations. And ladies and gentlemen, we meet every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And based on our interpretation perspective, we talk about these quotes and how it lands on us. And hopefully you'll enjoy and continue this conversation amongst your so social circle. So here we go today. And I'm going to turn over the mic to our voice, Mr. Otis Spencer. Good morning, all. And tomorrow, this morning's quote, we can never obtain peace in the outer world until we make peace within ourselves by Buddha. By Buddha. And let me tell you, and I'll share with you guys, because um, normally I go last um, because I introduce the show, but I'm going to bring this um, uh, to full circle. And I don't want um, my interpretation of this quote, the skewed interpretation of anyone's on the panel or any listener. But I gave a speech at Upper Marion uh, High School and Middle School um, a couple of days to celebrate, a couple of days ago to celebrate um, the birthday of Martin Luther King. And as we spoke last week, I was on the fence to see if his dream was still alive. After the, um, my presentation was over, I actually met a young lady that had actually been on the bridge in Selma, what they called the Bloody Sunday, and she survived. My biggest question was the same question I asked my mom. Why weren't her children privileged or had the privilege to meet Dr. Martin Luther King? And when she talked about they were talking about how to conduct a nonviolence um, protest. She said her children were everything but. And still to this very day, I don't know if I could have walked across that bridge, you know, holding Otis's hand, David, Denise, or Larnez's hands, and allow someone that did not look like me because they um, were fearful of the color of the skin or the content of my conversation to be able to beat me, to enter my life the way they did my fraternity brother. Um, uh, Congressman John Lewis, and not defend myself. And I wonder still to this day if I can do this. But at the end of the speech, a young lady walked up to me. She's 94, 95 years of age, and said she was on that bridge. And I and I told her, I said, every word that I've written on there, I said, I struggle. Because I see the way we carry ourselves as people of color today. I don't know if um, we represent the dream that Dr. Martin Luther King um, had or has. Um, and I don't know if we as a country are ready for peace. 
And I asked her how she did it. And she said the night before, she said they all had written letters to their loved ones stating that tomorrow is there today and tomorrow may never come for them. And they were all prepared. And she said as she was being beaten, she covered her head and her face. And to the point it got so, um, to the point it, the beatings were so bad, she became numb. She stopped feeling it. And she said, I was at peace. I was ready to go. If it was going to change the life of someone else. Rosa Park didn't give up her seat because she was just tired. But she was fed up with the hate that goes on. I also shared a quote with everyone and says that we are never going to heal or move forward in this country until we stop punishing people for what they did to us yesterday, today. So I, I, I say this and I say this early on because in order for us to, to change, we have to be the change we want our children to see. We have to be the change we want the world to see. There's 1% of this population based on capitalism that does not want to see this change, that does not want to see us come together. That 1% basically is putting um, a dollar before humanity and mankind. And all everyone is asking for, okay, is the same opportunity in order to have a life and have access to the resources that that 1% has. Not going to take away from their bank account. It's not going to take away from their, their life, their living. Matter of fact, the more opportunity you provide for every human being on here, especially those that are like the people that I have on this um, podcast, it actually brings capitalism to what it actually is. When everyone has access to those resources, when everyone is thriving, this country becomes the great country it's supposed to be. If you want to make America great again, start today. So with that said, um, Otis, um, David, Denise, Arnez, I'm going to step down from my soapbox and we're going to go ahead and start this show. So, Larnez, how does this quote land on you? Can I can I get the quote one more time? Because that was sure. a lot to digest, Kevin. <laughs> I, I know. Otis, fire it up. Fire it up, buddy. We can never obtain peace in the outer world until we make peace within ourselves. Okay, this this quote reminds me of a story by uh, Plato Algoria the Cave, right? It's a it's about it's a story about a group of prisoners that um, were in a cave, and the only light that they would see would be the light from the fire that casted shadows on the wall, and that's the only shadows that they saw. That's the only light that they saw. One prisoner happened to get free. And when he got free, he started to see reality. He started to see the sun. The sun was the first thing that he saw and his eyes were blinded. But the longer he stayed in the sun, the more he saw. So once he could tolerate the sun because he was there and he saw reality, he wanted to run back and go tell the prisoners. So he ran back to go tell the prisoners what he saw, what he what he felt. And they thought he was crazy because the sun that they only saw was the casted shadows. 
Now he saw what the shadows really were and he wanted to bring everybody to see. And the reason why this quote is getting tied into that is because at the end of the day, you have to have internal peace, complete internal peace to effectively cultivate external peace, right? We get a little bit, of, a little taste of it. We try to run and we want everybody to come with us. You need to experience this, but we haven't sat there long enough to fully understand. Because if you sit there long enough, when you start to speak these things that, and your beliefs start to change, when you're speaking to people about things that just kind of float to you, you're speaking to their spirit, you know? And when you speak to a person's spirit, you don't have time to think, right? We we are chaos beings. We're used to excelling in chaos, but we don't have to be in chaos to excel. And I'm going to land my plane with that. <laughs> right. All right. Fly in the friendly skies. Way to go. Take off. Land. Always on, on time. And always uh, your luggage arrives with you at your des destination. Thank you, Ms. Lornez. So with uh, our creator, content creator, screenwriter, film producer, director, and just damn good human being, David Curtis. Hey, we haven't seen him in a while. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Look at that. I will tell you. This, uh, this is When you talk about people with a, with a good heart, um, he, he is the number one surgeon when it comes to hearts. Oh. Look at that. Welcome, David. I, How you I, doing? I, I gotta uh I gotta buy that quote from you. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> use that. <laughs> I'm gonna rent it. I'll give you the residuals for it. No, you you can have it. I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much. I am honored, privileged, and um I'm I'm just uh so thankful to be here and to hear those words from you and to see all of you in this uh, meeting. Uh, that quote, uh, the first thing that came to mind, as you well know, Kevin, um, last year I had some serious health challenges and that's what it brought me to. And it made me feel, you know, that you know, I had to be at peace with the diagnosis. And it took me a while to get around to that. And it made me think about what was really important. And for me, it was quality of life and spending it with people that I loved. The work will always be there. Um, the times that we share with loved ones, that's so, so precious. That's what it made, that quote made me think of. Um, and it made me think of what brings me peace. <laughs> it's like the, the, the quote said, if you don't have peace within yourselves. And it made me think about what is it that brought me peace within myself? And those things that I mentioned brought me peace. The work is fun and it's, great and it makes me feel good but what brings me peace is spending quality time with loved ones that's that's the that's the real peace um and and it kind of you know with with the the health 
thing, the health scare last year, it made me realize um, about the, the the most important things about about life is is that quality time, man. Yeah, yep. I'm gonna, as Larna has said, I'm gonna land the plane with that. I told you, look at this entrepreneurs here. We refer, now we got our own black airline right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Denise, I, I know your book is, it's ready. We're, we're going to bring you on the podcast of talking with Kevin and son to talk about your book. We're going to be having Larnez come on and talk about the gifts and her secrets of success of raising positive uh, women, not just black women, women itself. Um, Denise, um, Otis, if you don't mind, for those that have just tuned in, um, are sharing this um, video right now, um, to you know, give the quote one more time in that golden um, voice of yours. Absolutely. We can never obtain peace in the outer world until we make peace within ourselves. That's a heavy quote for me, especially for the last two weeks that I've been dealing with stuff at work. Um, I came to the conclusion that I have to be at peace, that um, people are not going to see things like I do at work. Uh, I'm an advocate for my kids, uh, for my students at school. I said what I had to say. Um, God showed me people's true color. So I have to be at peace that that's the person they are. Like there's nothing I could do. I cannot control what they do. Um, so I can only control what I do in my classroom. So I'm at peace with myself that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Like the kids are learning. I'm there for them and I'll control what's happening in my classroom. I spoke my piece with them. I told them how I felt. Um, they were aggressive. <laughs> I was kind of aggressive to like responding to the emails. So I took accountability for that part for myself. So I'm at peace that I, I made sure that they knew that I had a part in it. Like I said my piece, like I was, I was, um, how you say it? I was rude and, and stuff. I was aggressive, but my point came across. So I'm at peace. I, I'm not um, regretting what I said. So that's something that I need to um, work on and um, just be at peace with it because um, society uh, doesn't give us the credit that we deserve. Uh, I have the education that I have. I'm at that position for a reason. Uh, that's my purpose. Um, and um, being at peace with it, it made me realize that I make a difference. And um, so that's what I'm I'm leading with love. I'm leading with love with my students. And I'm just going to work and deal with people differently. So now I know who they are. <laughs> I know how to deal with them. And uh, I'm just going to do what I'm supposed to do. And I'm really at peace this week. So it's been, uh, and as I said, I did the prayer that you told me to do. Uh, I've been meditating and writing and journaling. And uh, it feels good to be at peace with myself and let the world do what they're supposed to do and just do my part. And yes, I'm going to land the plane now. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Otis, I'm going to tell you, um, you know, we lost James Earl Jones. You know, and he was one of the top voiceover people uh, in the world. And we, we've been blessed. And I hopefully Hollywood would recognize the fact that you can do the lead in to 
every black movie that comes in there, do the trailer in there, because you have that golden voice and whatever. Hopefully that someone will look at one of these tapes and say, damn, where's this man at? How do I get in touch with Otis? <laughs> if you want to get in touch with Otis and you don't have his phone number, go to www.rmkproductions.org and I will make sure I will connect you. Um, and just be good to my brother because, um, you know, I'm still at that position, my mother said, or everything, but um, peaceful and nonviolent. I'm struggling with it because I, I know the way that I was raised to protect myself and to stand up for myself, you know. And in this today's climate, if you are a person of color um, and a woman, you're an angry black woman when you defend yourself, when someone's trying to stand on your chest. And if you're a black man, you're an angry black man when you're standing up and defending yourself. And I would just basically say, listen, that comment before you put a title or label on any of us uh, that are being oppressed and put down for your own personal comfort is take a look in the mirror before you put a title on us, because we're not. We're just trying to be hurt and trying for you to acknowledge that the struggle we have is real. So, Otis, uh, one more time with the quote and give us your interpretation of what that quote means. We can, never, we can never obtain peace in the outer world until we make peace within ourselves. Yes, you need to have peace within yourself. You need to have love within yourself. You need to be out there and surround yourself with positive people, people like-minded, because if you don't, people are out there ready to attack you. And yes, sometimes you need to speak up to let people know and put them in their place. If you're in a bad situation and there's nothing you can do about it, walk away. It's not worth it. Peacefully. That's my quote. That's my response. Way to go. And um, <clears throat> Otis is in the, on the terminal. He's guiding the planes in and out of um, this com conversation and this life and people. Let me tell you this. If you're not happy with the results of your life, adjust your input with this life. Um, hopefully, we've had a conversation that needed to be had. Hopefully, we shared with you something that gave you some insight to not only how you're living your life, is how, how you should be perceived and how you should be executing your life. You know, we meet every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I ask if you like what you heard, go to our YouTube page at RMK Productions and Network and subscribe and follow. You know, we want you to go ahead and share that, make some comments. And uh, if you'd like to be a guest on here, go to our Facebook page, you know, Kevin McLemore and or RMK Productions. And um, the link is there. You can join us. You know, we're probably the only podcast that in, invites people to come on and, and be co-hosts on the show. The only thing we ask is bring something positive. Everyone's on camera. Everyone participates. You know, again, you know, the individual, I'd like to interview him that showed up and used the bathroom while he, he was on our podcast. Um, I want to know what he was thinking. because um, so The whole world saw that. Um, Dave, you missed that. Um, we opened up the forum and I said, I'm never going to do that again. Uh, to individuals that want to hurt us. And there, there are people up there that look like us that don't want us to be successful. And um, I'm not going to say shame on you. I'll pray for you. All right. And um, that's my way of neutral thinking, you know. Um, and for those, those that are in our lives that, that appreciate us and love us, okay, we love you too. 
And for those of you that don't understand it and you're confused and you're fearful of us, you have nothing to be afraid. Sometimes listen, the conversation that we need to have at, at hand needs to be had every single day. And sometimes listening uh, educates not only the heart, that also educates the soul. And so with that said, we meet every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And like I said, if you like, follow us. If you don't, just enjoy the show. If you really like us, share it and make your comments and subscribe. So um, I want to thank um, my beautiful guest, uh, Denise Lopes, my brothers, my sisters, uh, Lanez, David, Naheem, I miss you, Vanessa, Otis, um, Gilda, and um, uh, Chris. Enjoy your honeymoon. I won't tell everyone where they're at, but there's, there's someplace warmer than all of us right now, and they're enjoying a good time, so I can't wait till they come back. So before we end, you know, this is 2024. A lot of things are happening positive in our, in our, in our lives. Uh, Otis, give us an update. What's going on with you? And if we can promote you in any way and get in contact, what's up? Well, we just uh, did a read-through for a uh, short film that I'll be working on in March, Michael Scholace. It's a sort of a horror Twilight Zone-ish uh, flick, so it should be quite interesting. And uh, a student film that I worked on back in, I want to say November, is supposed to be, be submitted to the Roxbury Film Festival, like me. All right, congratulations. Larnaz, Kinsey, what's up with you flying the friendly skies? Well, um, I have a few workshops happening in Yonkers Public Library. And of course, you know, me and Manuel's project, we're still looking for funding. So we have a few presentations we have to do this week with some venture capitalists. So hopefully, fingers crossed, applesauce, <laughs> somebody believes in what we're doing. All right. Well, we believe here. Um, <laughs> Denise, Denise Lopes. Uh, my um, book is ready. It's published, but I just have to uh, figure out how I'm going to do um, the signing uh, event. Uh, it's been a lot. I've been tired and stressed at work. Um, so I have decided to practice quiet power at work right now. So um, I know being silent, it, it has a lot of power too. So I'm just going to do what I can do. Um, and people know where I stand. So um, that's all. That's how I'm going. All right. And when, when you're when you're ready to um, do your book signings and everything else, come on the show. Let us promote you. Talking with Kevin and friends, we would love to do that. Um, yeah. David Kurt, Curtis, film director, good person altogether. And just for, for America to know, you know, right now, the black community is providing opportunities for you to invest and get involved in black films. If you're tired of seeing remakes of the same movie that Hollywood keeps um, producing and you want to see something original, start investing in your own independent films. And if you want to reach out and I'm David didn't ask me to do this, I'm doing it um, because I, I care. Reach out to Mr. David Kurt Curtis and his film company and ask, how do I get involved? Believe it or not, just for a hundred dollars. If I get enough of those those hundred dollars together and those people, you know, you, you'll turn a nickel into a dime. But you'll also be proud to say that I was one of the producers, because when you put money in it, you're a producer and you can get a credit, you know, for help funding that film. You can make a young brother or sister or however you identify yourself, dream come true. You know, be a part of the dream. Don't just talk about it. Be a part. And Dave Curtis with enough enough from me. What's going on with you? Um, first, first and foremost, thank you for that, uh, Kevin. 
uh, a lot of uh, filmmakers of color, black filmmakers need that support, that financial support, because it takes money to feed a crew, to rent lights and camera and personnel to do the work. It, it takes money. And uh, sometimes we don't have, we're not privy to access those funds uh, for different reasons. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, what I've been up to, um, uh, doing a, a finishing up a promotional video for the R&B group Shades that uh, that we're uh, we're just going to do some editing and hopefully they'll uh, be going on a tour in London. We'll we'll uh, see if that uh, flushes out. And also with my film Love of a Lifetime, I'm meeting the. Uh, the DP and uh, editor uh, on the 31st, so we can look through some shots and make some decisions on editing and hopefully uh, submit to some film festivals this year. All right. Awesome. Well, I, I know in my heart, good things are coming um, your way to everyone. And, um, you know, the struggle is real and the fight is real. Um, in order for us to get beyond, the difficult things to become easy, we've got to endure the struggles. And the one thing that will not happen to any of us, whatever, we will not let you carry the load alone. We will share your, your struggles and we will fight your battles. And um, like the young lady that told me, she goes, when you're at peace with yourself, you can't be hurt. You can't be hurt. So with that said, I am Kevin McLemore. This is Motivational Sundays with Kevin and friends. You know how to get in touch with us. My grandfather always said, when you get to a place in life that you can help someone else out, it is your duty to do so. Reach one, teach one. And with that said, Denise, how do we end it? We fade the black.